Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 41. I am Joe the Widget Wilson and I'm joined by my fellow hosts, David, D-Enforce, the awesome Adams. Hey, more middle names. Nifty. Well, I could do that 15 I did once on PVR. That, that was crazy. Maybe bleed from my eyes, there were so many middle names. <laughs> and joining us as always is Mr. Derek Origin. <laughs> The artist McClure. Hey everybody, it's it's kind of bad having to follow Dave's awesome enthusiasm, isn't but, it? Uh, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have to have enough enthusiasm for all of us today. Dave's like, yeah, what's up, guys? Derek's like, oh hey, what's up? Yeah. Dan's oh. like, I'm late, I'm late. And speaking of Dan, Mr. Dan Boontini Wilson. Hey everybody, glad to be back. Someone get him off the Red Bull. All right, guys. <laughs> We have some ads, and today's first ad is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, the number one earbuds on the planet. You guys can't go wrong with them. Lifetime warranty, free shipping, anywhere. That's anywhere, not in just the United States, but anywhere in the world. TweakedAudio.com for the best quality earbuds on the planet. Also, we are brought to you by GuildLaunch.com. I kind of messed up their name last episode, because <laughs> I'm a noob. That's guildlaunch.com, the maker, the best guild hosting site on the planet. Full full voice support from all three major platforms, including Vent, Teamspeak, and Mumble, as well as anything you could possibly want from a guild website, including forums, admin support, you name it. Go to guildlaunch.com and check it out. You guys can't go wrong. They even have Minecraft support. Awesome. Alright guys, we got a lot to talk about tonight, and I am actually, for the first time, confused about what should go first. How about do the awesome first? What part's the awesome? Um, the server stuff. Server stuff? Yeah, okay. looks awesome. Yeah, I think server stuff would be a good... Uh, well, we got a lot on the server. We officially launched a server last Sunday. It went live. Um, I'm going to give you guys the stats first. I went through and painstakingly gathered some server stats for you guys. Just for fun, but currently, <clears throat> as of last Sunday, there is 122 players that are registered and logged into the server. 122 names. Um, we can do better than that, guys. A lot more. Uh, let me see here. We have 44 bosses active on the server as of tonight and playable. That's, jeez, uh, 8 more or 10 more than last week, something like that. Bully Bob is the number one kill boss at 96 times killed. In seven days. Oh, wow. He respawns every 35 minutes. Which means he is killed within five minutes of spawning every time. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I think he needs to be uh, buffed up a little bit. 
he's a, you know what? Guy. He's a starter boss. That's what he's it, there for. <laughs> it's funny. The bully has become <laughs> the bullied. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's people that actually camp him. We'll sit there and wait the 35 minutes for him to respawn. Yeah, it happens. Reaper... He's not that great of a bully, is he? <laughs> no. Uh, as of... Okay, not including the new bosses that have recently been added, Reaper is the only unbeaten boss. In fact, he has never been brought down more than 92% of his health. Wow. Only 8% has been taken from him, period. So what is it going to take to beat him? Like, how many people should go at him at once? Maybe 5 to 10, and in at least heavily enchanted iron to mild enchanted diamond to survive a hit. And with the iron, the group would have to go back in the castle several times before they get him down. Bring a few changes of armor and a few weapons with you. Because you're going to break a couple while you're there. It, it's, and even then, with five or ten people, it would take them probably an hour and a half to two hours straight to kill him. I, I tried facing him the other night, and I gotta say, you guys need, and I cannot emphasize this enough, need fire protection on one of your pieces of armor. Uh, you need every protection on all your pieces of armor when you're facing him. His weapon alone will will eat you alive. When he hits you with his um, with the uh, Soul Reaper, it'll one-shot anybody with less than enchanted diamond armor, or iron armor. One shot. Wow, that sounds horrible to me. Well, it's meant to be a tough fight, you know? He's the pinnacle, and he drops the best weapons, period, in the game. I, You know, I looked at though his weapon stats, and, like, for instance, Soul Reaper, if you fully enchanted a diamond sword and got the best luck on it with a level 30 enchant, is one-third what the Soul Reaper has on it. Wow. That'd be worth it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you beat him, it's, it's worth it. You get a lot of goodies. Um, I had to redesign Doug. He was too easy. So now Doug's really difficult and does some really crazy stuff. I'm going to talk about in a second what how we changed the bosses this week a little bit to make them more interesting and fun. Um, the most Emons earned by a single player so far is Moving20, who has currently 704 Emons on him. The average Emons per player is 58. Wow, so how does this happen? Does he just spend a lot of time there, or, or is it, he's been taking out so many bosses? Yeah, if you get lucky, I mean... It's all about the boss drops. We've had a lot of people ask us, well, how do I get money? Well, you uh, kill bosses. They drop the heads, which is a high value, but those are also rare. Um, I think Reaper has the highest chance of dropping a head at 50%. Every other boss is like 10% for a head drop. Um, people even get in the case where we're complaining that some bosses didn't drop anything. Well, that's because it's all based on percentage. Everything the boss drops has a percentage value that, of a chance that it can drop. Most bosses have stuff like 90% chance to drop. So you have to be extremely unlucky. And I believe Foul Dragon, Foul Dragon was one of the most unlucky person I've seen. He had no drops from two bosses in a row. Um, <laughs> there were sometimes when Chicken Little spawns, he'll have little tiny chickens with him oh that are God. regular chickens. So he gave it a shot to see if he can get you know, the chickens that were not Chicken Little. And there was like five of them. He got Chicken Little and went <laughs> flying you know, 500 meters in the air and came down crashing. <laughs> and, uh, it, and it didn't stop there. Uh, another thing that happened is uh, when he went to go try and face Reaper the other night, when he was going through and he, you teleport into Doug's room, he teleported mm. right in front of Doug, and Doug one-shot him. Blasted him with five fireballs, and he was toast. 
Um, the average amount of players on at a single time is six. The max players that were on a single time was 22. And that was when we launched last Sunday. I'll tell you, when, when I've been on there, there was one time I was on there that there was eight other people on with me, and I haven't seen that in a while, and that, that felt pretty good. Yeah, and the server is getting more and more people daily. Um, we're seeing an average of five to ten new players log in per day. Keep it up. We want more in there. We want to cap out at 60. So I have to worry about raising the limit to 120, you know? Um, that's all the stats I wrote down. There was a lot of other little things like, you know, the top three bosses killed. And amazingly, one of the top four bosses, top five bosses killed was one of the main bosses, and that was um, Captain Lapoof. Oh, wow. He's been killed 21 times. Well, hmm. when I get into my gameplay time, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a new one on that list. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, really. Um, I know that Forge and a lot of the bosses over in the factory, two of those bosses made the top five as being the most killed. So I'm going to take a look at them and see why they're the yeah, most killed. I actually went around watching some people fight a few bosses, especially Forge. I caught a few people fighting him, and uh, he seems to just go down easy. Well, he wasn't meant to be the hardest one, but uh, Construct was meant to be very hard in that area. But he's far, far too easy. He's got to be tweaked. So I've got to go in there and tweak him. And he's the third boss on the list. I mean, Farmer John, he's the second one in that area, and he's one of the toughest. Because he can almost one-shot you. No one messes with Titan. Titan's the final boss in that area. Titan has been beaten three times. Gatekeeper was, like, the, on the bottom of the list, Gatekeeper was beaten four times. Captain TNT, four times. General Titus, twice. Doug once before I changed him. So we got, you know, a lot going on. A lot of people having a good time. We've got two plots that were already sold, but they were teamed up for, to get them from different guilds. Uh, don't don't be discouraged, people. Just save it up. Do bosses. Do your loot chests. And you're in the money. And I have a, I, I have a confession to make, and, on how, and, and I've proven that it's not that hard to do. All right, guys. Now on my list, <clears throat> NPCs are now in-game. We have actual NPCs that use the player's, player model that have names over their heads. Myself and Lesnod are still working out the fine points to make them a lot better. There's a, a ton that we can do with these NPCs if we learn how to script them properly. That's the hard part. Right now, they sit there and stare at you with a blank face on their face, a blank stare as if you're like some kind of creeper in disguise. So, like, what kind of things are you wanting them to do? Like, what's your ideas? Um, we're going to have them giving quests. And we're going to have them where they're going to have interactive chat, meaning that if you type in certain things, they will respond with a random response. Oh, that's oh, awesome. I like it. Yeah, I like that. That's I, wanna, very I actually want to help you with this, <clears throat> if you don't mind. That's, very, that's a, a very possible thing to do. We're looking at using um, NPCs as mounts for quick, uh, quick <laughs> access to certain areas. <laughs> yeah, including creepers. Like, we can make, a, we can make someone ride a creeper. At speed oh, eight. I thought you meant like Rod of Steve or something. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> we okay. sure can. I can even have um, Hero Brian as a mount. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, interesting. But there's a lot we can do. Like, I'm going to have him giving quests, and you can be able to return, turn in the quest with that NPC, and they will give you rewards. So we're still working on all that scripting. That's just a lot to process right now. But we got them in the game, so it adds a lot more to it. Like the um, shops in the uh, in the starter town in Blocklessness have NPCs standing there. 
And when I figure out how to make the chat more interactive, they'll be able to talk with players as well. Um, there is a talking NPC right now, a school teacher, but you can't get him to shut up if you get too close. So for some reason, he sits there and repeats himself with you when you're within range. And that's he's only got a one, me- a one meter radius around him, so he has to be like right on top of him for him to talk to you. But if you don't go to get away right away, he'll talk to you 16 times. Same thing. He's a broken record. But it's better than the sign, you know? It gives it more environment. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it gives you a good laugh every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, we added condos into the game. So anyway, before I do that, NPCs can add so much more environment and story. We're going to have them actually giving story later on in the game once we figure out how to do it. Yeah, I'm getting Denzin, Denzin to work. Listen, I'm still working on that. Still working on it. Um, we added condos in the game. This is where I have a little bone to pick with Steve. Because he had this great idea. Because people were complaining that, you know, the one chest that they're allowed to have in the community storage isn't good enough, and they want to have a plot so that they can have more storage, blah, blah, blah. But the plots are expensive. Like, the minimum amount you, you, you need to get a plot is 700 emons. That's, like, for the lowest, cheapest one. They go all the way up to, you know, 1,500 emons, with emons being the currency on the server. And um, so what we did, well, Steven had the idea of, like, why don't we build something like apartments to where people can buy smaller spaces and they can do whatever they want within that that space, like add chests and stuff like that. I thought that was a fantastic idea, and then as I'm getting ready to, you know, think about it and do it, he logs off. (laughs) So I spend the next three and a half hours of my night building this condo waiting for Steve. No, Steve. I saw Steve today. So, uh, next time I have a next time I have a great idea, Steve, I'm going to log off and make you build it for three and a half hours. <laughs> and just bust them. Anyway, but the condos are are inexpensive. I mean, they range from 250 emens on up to, like, the master penthouse on the top, which has an amazing view, by the way. And that costs, like, 1300 so you have different varying prices, but they're, most of all of them are cheaper than a plot, and you can and they come with chests and, and uh, crafting tables and furnaces and everything else like that. And you can and the NPCs, the shops now sell stuff that you can use like item frames and hang on your wall and hang your like rare weapons that you found or named weapons on the wall. So there's a lot you can do with your your, your space. It's covered in bedrock. You can't change the wall, but you can build. If you get the bigger um, condos, you can build walls within it and make it your own place, you know? And that's for adventurers, for storage, and stuff like that. So they're they're very, very worth it to go in there and, and get one. They're inexpensive, and you don't have to worry about storage space. You can use put as many chests as you want in there and have fun. Uh, any thoughts on this guy's stuff, guys? I keep talking to myself here. No, I think this is a great idea, especially for what the server's for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just, just like a home base. Well, I mean, what else do you need? I think it's a great idea. So it's Casper's... Heights apartments or Casper Heights uh, condos. So we're checking out. I mean, I built 52 condos. 52. Nice. Furnished them. On top of that, the three uh, penthouses on top. Two penthouses and a master penthouse. I I want the master penthouse so bad. (laughs) It's awesome. I wish there was a a way you could copy something off one server and paste it on another because I have like this whole like setup like that. Like I think it's like 24 apartments sitting right outside of a of a desert temple. Well, I had to on, make it on the main server. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen that one. It's nice too. Very nice. But I had to make it out of uh, bedrock. 
you know, for the whole boundaries thing. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's got the walls and the floor and the roof are all bedrock, and it has an iron door that the player can lock to themselves. Right. So, again, you have no worry about theft, no worry about griefing. It's your space. Only you can get in. All right, um, let me see here. We have a new way of doing bosses on a server called Phase Fights. I figure out a way to script bosses where they can go into different phases based on their hit points. So what I mean by that is I can set skills and abilities to activate only within a certain hit point range. Okay, so like, what do you mean? Like, What's going to change? Um, one of the bosses that we just added, he's um, in Lord of the Ring Lore's area, the Mage Tower. He is a six-part a six-part phase fight. Basically, what that means is that he'll do different abilities based on his hit points, and he'll say like he'll say something to activate it. Um, the first thing he says like he's looking for, he's a, he's a mage who's really powerful, but he's kind of screw, has a few screws loose in his head. Mm-hmm. So when you start the fight out, he'll he doesn't do anything at first until you get some you get to a certain hit point. So he'll like he'll rumble around, rum, rummage for his fire spell and start using fire on you. Actually, okay. the first one's lightning. After after you get him down a certain more percentage, he'll tell the player, I'm going to turn you into a chicken. You can't hide, that kind of thing. Winds up spawning 15 chickens. And then says, oops, and then goes into his next phase. Okay, that sounds fun. And he does all kinds of stuff like that. Like, he even buffs a player at one point when he's trying not to buff him. So what it allows it to do is the player, the enemies have a lot more hit points, but they're not any more difficult. In terms of the fact that they don't do like all these different random abilities all at once, kicking your butt in one second, they do it in section pieces. So it's a different fight at different percentages. I find this very interesting. I'm gonna have to implement something like this. By all means, I'm having a blast doing scripted fights. I've actually rewritten Tiny. He's now a scripted fight, and um, I got a lot of laughs out of him because of one of the things he does when Tiny has to go potty. Okay. <laughs> you told me about that, and I gotta say that's amazing, amazing. But uh, so yeah, in this in this scripting, can you um or uh, these phases, can you make it where he moves? Like if you have a boss, like you get man so many hit points, he he moves to a different area. That I can't do yet. I'm working on that part. Okay. Um, it's mostly just saying, and he switches what he can do and his abilities. Okay. Um. Like, I know the mage gets pissed off at when he, at his lower hit point levels and disappears for a minute and a half. All right. He's still there. He's just invisible and does different things until he reappears. He goes into a next phase, and then the fight changes and how it works. So it's not just the same thing trying to beat him down. It's having to change your strategy every time he shifts into a new phase. All right. So does he, like, do nothing during that downtime? Is that almost like a, like a recharge time? No, he'll yeah. attack you. Okay. You just can't see him, but he's only using a basic attack, so it's not anything bad. And I designed with um, Bradford built the dome, but I designed the inside part of it to where players can go up and down and around to get a, avoid him and, and use different strategies during his different phases. So I mean, the fight itself will take you a half hour, forty five minutes to beat him, and, but it's possible to do it without dying. Nice. But it and everyone who's tried that so far, like the different admins I've had try it, so they loved it. That it was a lot of fun. A lot more fun than the standard way of doing it where a boss has random abilities. Um, I've done it to Reaper Has Phases, and I've kind of explained to it last week what that, that kind of gave me the idea. Now I've been doing it full scripted and phased, where I've been putting tons and tons of lines of dialogue with different activated abilities. <clears throat> uh, questions? Well, 
you, you know, I've, I've been on this server several times, but I'm so far behind in my own area that I'll only go on there to work on my area. So I haven't actually seen any of this. So I'm so far behind that I don't have any questions because I don't even know what to ask. That's all right, man. You'll get in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm just ready to jump in there and actually get to play. I need to get my stuff done so I can go play. I added a new a new zone to the game called Reaper's Breeding Grounds, and it's not what you it's not what it sounds like. It's actually where the breed master is building an army for a Reaper with monsters. So what I did for this area was I built a large tower. Each floor is a different boss fight. Each one's a unique boss fight to the server. And there's a spider in the beginning. He's the only spider in the game right now. Um, there's a cave spider called Black Widow. Nasty little booger. Those two are actually two of the hard fights, but after that, it's a silverfish. That's a boss. Called Silver Mother. My god, I freaking hate silverfish. <laughs> and I got it to where the silverfish won't burrow into stone. So it's always active. And the last one before the main boss is an entire room completely flooded that is a squid fight. And it fully Brilliant works. Brilliant design, if you ask me. Oh, thank you. He's never been beaten. Most people just uh, avoid him and go on to the next fight, which is the Breedmaster, who is phased based on the different enemy, his different beasts that you had to fight to get to him. Each phase, he does something similar to what those other fights did. So he's like the accumulation of all those fights rolled into one. Nice. <clears throat> Man, you've been busy. Oh, yeah. Um, I even did a, an archery range. Which I'm pretty proud of. Um, Mibs helped me a lot with it. And what we did is we built an, a basic archery range. And the first challenge is to... Did we? No, this wasn't. Okay, this wasn't last week. What we did was we built... Like, the first challenge is to do a very long-range shot. And if you hit the, uh, the, the red square, lights will light up on it, and a door will open up next to you that you go in and get a loot chest. So as long as the arrow remains on the target, it'll be open for a minute. You go to the next one, you have to hit three targets within a minute apart from each other at different ranges. When you do that, the door will open, you can get your loot chest. Now, the part I'm most proud of, I kind of stole one of Mibs' designs to make it work and made it my own. <laughs> Love you, Mibs. But he had an idea for using... I've always had this issue of trying to figure out how to make a boss that where you can only get to like a chest if you beat him. Well, he had the great idea of putting pressure plates underneath the boss. So oh, the, great idea. Yeah, so when the boss is constantly on it, the redstone's always active. So you can keep a door shut with redstone, and as soon as the boss dies, it releases the pressure plates, and the door opens. Dude, that guy, he's... The, the crap he does with redstone just blows my mind, because I suck at it, and he showed me a few things out at uh, out of Egard City. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it just... I, I don't want to get into it, because I don't give his secrets away, but I, I just know I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah, and he made me feel very inferior. <laughs> He's good with it, and he makes it work on a server even with lag, which is impressive. So I sold his idea, and I made it for that part of it. But I designed the rest of it to where you go through a door, and you have to do an archery shootout with this boss, the archery master. And the door behind you is locked until the boss is dead, or until you die. So when you go through the door, you get locked in that, and it's like. A gates between you and the boss. It's nothing but an archer range. He's not within hitting range at all, so you have to shoot him and he shoots back at you. When you beat him, the door behind you opens up and then the door to the loot chest opens up and he respawns in two minutes. Man, that just sounds cool. 
And the loot chests are of like three different levels of bows that, that you have a chance of getting a lot of money in those loot chests or a lot of gold and stuff like that. So it's well worth a do, and it's 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 a lot of fun. I've had a blast just doing it. <clears throat> so we're we're trying to add different, you know, fun things like that in the server for people to do on a daily basis. Um, you see, I redesigned that. Mibs got promoted to admin as of today. I've been wow. talking to him over about a week. Great guy. <clears throat> Has a great understanding of the server. He is only an admin on the new server right now. But um, you guys have to watch out for him because he has a ban cherry now, and him and Steve are in a competition to see who bans who first. Oh, nice. Who gets the ban first. Uh, so players, be warned. Be nice when they're around. <laughs> That's going to be some nice conversation to, to read. Yeah. They're but, funny enough as it is. They're hilarious. Speaking of funny, Foul Dragon had me dying to, the other day. I think it was last night. Uh, one of the players on the server was just annoying the crud out of me with questions nonstop. Widget, 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 widget. You know, little things that he could figure for himself within two <laughs> seconds. So I started ignoring him. And I went on there and said, you know, widget's not here right now. Please leave a message after the beep. And then Foul Dragon went in with his little um, admin helpline, automated admin helpline. And the things he was saying were cracking me up. Like, uh, if your face has been melted off, please press 1. <laughs> He's doing, like, all these little responses based on it. <laughs> I don't remember exactly the Help Me Hotline. I don't remember exactly everything he said. I've been trying to rack my brain. But I was dying. It was it was brilliant. <clears throat> anyway, um, we've had a lot of amazing compliments from players. Like, one of them f- said, uh, Never been addicted to a game until I started playing on this server. Nice. And we've got a lot of compliments like that. So it's been really, really cool. Let me see here. We've added a lot more stuff for players to buy and sell on the uh, general store. Um, I added Alpha. He's a new boss in the starter village. He's meant to be another starter boss, a lot like uh, Bully Bob, but he seems to kick people's butts within two or three hits. So I've got to tone him down. I did a ton of boss tweaks and other boring crap like that. Let me see here. Um, that's it for me, guys. Actually, that's it for my play. That's it. Well, I would say that's enough. That's uh, been very busy. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on the server. I did do one thing, guys. I got to admit, I do have a hidden account. I will never give his name. I will never admit it is me. But I have a hidden account that I've played pure, actually quite a bit on the new server so I can test things out for myself and do a little hidden research, you know. And I've I got hooked. I had to leave the game for a few minutes to go do something and I kept on thinking, what am I do next? What am I do next? I'm gonna go back and do this, I'm gonna do that. Um within a few hours I earned two hundred demons by doing loot chests and bosses. Oh well there you go, that proves it. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. If you know if you just go out there and look for the bosses I mean, if everyone sits there in town, what do I do? Where do I go? Explore. Roam. There's hidden ways all throughout the town. They to get to all different places. Tons and tons. There's people who played all week and still haven't seen half the content. So, there's a lot out there, guys. Go out there. Have fun. That's what it's for. Uh, we got news, Dave. I want to start with number one, buddy. Okay. Uh, number one. As y'all may remember from last week, we had a ridiculous amount of snapshots. Right? This week we have more. Yeah. 
Alright, uh, first one actually is a new set of snapshots, starting out with 13W10A, and this was on the 4th. Uh, this snapshot says, well, they actually added a comment to the beginning of it, saying, the snapshot spam will end soon because we're getting really close now. We hope for a, for a pre-release uh, that will be out this week. But since we've had to bug hunt for so long, we need to push the official release until next week. Dun, dun, dun. But, yes, so hopefully, I don't know if it's hopefully, it may be a horrible thing, it may be a great thing. Next week could be the Redstone update. I, mean, I know, I'm sorry, Widget. It's okay, man. I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to this patch after we get all the problems fixed on the server. Mm-hmm. Once I get through that headache and I can tape my hair back on, I look forward to the things that we can do to the server after this update. There's oh, yeah. so much we can do. It's so exciting. I'm going to be busy as sin on the server when this when we get the server running up to date properly. I'm going to be busy. Well, this actually, I got something that may interest you. I'm listening. This snapshot released a, a part of it saying slimes, their spawn rates in swamps now depend on the current moon phase. So four different phases or more? Six? Well, we it's probably going to be four different phases, like a, a heavy mm-hmm. phase on full moons, probably extremely light on uh, new moons, stuff like that. But I'd, I'd really... I'd like to see how we could integrate this into other things. Maybe even have a, a werewolf hunt quest or something where it's like crazy on certain moon phases. Yeah, I, I can't wait to talk about the last part of this because I want to talk about some ideas for the server just on the stuff that's coming up. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get there in a minute, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another thing, I have a, a joy for both of our uh, Antonok, uh the pack designers. The what is this? The uh, texture pack designers. Yeah, Derek, we have work to do, buddy. Soon. Yeah, they added <laughs> yeah. detector rail textures for active detector rails. Goody. Yeah. One of the things I hated the most was doing the freaking rail carts. <laughs> <clears throat> That's why, like, if you look on the Antnock texture pack, when you see like the curved track, it looks goofy. So it took me four hours trying to figure out how to make it look right, and it's, I finally just gave up. So I don't know. I might have to have Derek help me with that. I yeah, mean, we I got. We're even behind. Like for instance, you don't you when you look at the texture pack right now, you don't see the enchanted books, or you don't see uh, firework stars, because those weren't texturized yet. So I promise you guys though that one for this next patch, I'm gonna somehow pull Derek, and we're going to split up the what we need to do, and we'll get the updated texture pack out to you guys. Hopefully within the next few weeks. Yeah, I, I, I promise to put as much time as I can into it. It's really, really busy. I know. So I'm not pestering you too much right now. I will, though. <laughs> well, pester away. Uh, I, I'm ready for it. I, I love doing it, so it, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a joy. We haven't done it in a while. And it, no. it seems like every time we do an update to the texture pack, we always change existing things as well. Yeah. And it seemed to work for the better, so I'm not going to complain. Well, yeah, um, it's because you know you live with something for a while. And you just keep seeing it. You're like you know, I could we we could really improve on this. So yeah, I was going to go back and just tweak a little bit. Getting a lo- little bit of roboting tonight, but that's okay. You're still understandable. Okay. Uh, Dave, how about uh, snapshot number two? Uh, yeah, let's go on to bullet point number two in our news. It says this is actually a continuation. This is thirteen 
FW10B this time. This actually came out on the 6th. Now, they're saying, okay, final snapshot honest, tomorrow is the pre-release. Unless we manage to find a new crash or item duplication bug. Now, one big thing that did come out uh, this week is they actually fixed dispensers and droppers so that they will only fire once every time they receive a redstone signal. Before they fire again, the signal has to be completely shut off and then turned back on again. Now, I've, I've actually seen this it used in uh, some new creations that have been coming out from people pulling these snapshots and trying to, to make shops and such. Mm-hmm. This actually, people were, were trying to figure out how to, because this was obviously a glitch with dispensers and droppers. They were trying to, to see how they could make the shops work. Shops were sometimes not giving, like the way you set it up, you, you put items in, it would activate a redstone, then it would drop out some other item, depending on what you put in a hopper to, to exchange. This would actually cause a problem, because sometimes it would give you too many, sometimes it would take too little. This is just kind of odd that they've done this, because I've never seen them actively fix a, a part of the game because of how they, they interact with each other. I guess I may not have paid attention to Redstone as much before, but that's the only reason I can see that they would fix this exact issue. Interesting. But, again, a lot of bug fixes have been coming down. We've just not been saying all of the bug fixes for all of these snapshots. But these are just, like, the major changes. Alrighty. Uh, Okay, we're gonna save the last one for later, Dave. Alrighty. (laughs) And, Dan, what have you been up to this week? I have created a brand new area, with your help, of course. But this area is in the village of... What do we call it again? It's the Expedition Camp. The Expedition Camp. Uh, but this area is completely... under. Well, not completely, but the most of it is underground. Mm-hmm. I spent days uh, hollowing out and hollowing out a cavern and building this gigantic castle that was just utterly I'm really really proud of uh, that castle but the better part of this is the bosses which I think I made some really really good bosses with Joe's help of course you gave me a name, Daniel. Hmm? You gave me a name. Good job making the bosses. Thank you. With a name. And, uh, <laughs> and Joe... What's uh, up, Derek? Go ahead. Uh, these bosses, I have tested two of them, and I've got to say, they are fairly fairly difficult. Fairly difficult. Well, I issued a challenge today on the server to see who could, um, <clears throat> I was going to give 200 emails to the first person to kill a boss in your new zone. It didn't happen. And you I had to, I had to redesign the entrance and exit to your bosses because the bosses were getting out, terrorizing everything. Oh. Like I told you last night that it could be an issue. It was an issue. I see. So, uh, so people have gone up against 
the king. No, the king hasn't been touched. Or oh, he hasn't. Or the or the guard dude. Um, the person that they were fighting was the professor. Uh, these oh. fights are not easy, guys. They're actually right below Reaper quality or Reaper level. Um, what I did, this is my what I did. Um, <laughs> the uh, the professor of the phase fight. He's a difficult phase fight because he's wearing full enchanted iron armor, and he has the potential to drop that entire set of enchanted iron armor, which is epic quality or purple. The second boss is in full gold armor. He's not phased because he only has one ability because his sword and his armor does enough damage as it is. Um, he has a potential to drop a complete gold set fully enchanted. And then the last boss is in diamond armor with a diamond weapon and he has a chance to drop an entire enchanted diamond set. So they're worth it if you can beat them. And that's going to take a lot of effort and it's going to be another one of those fights where it's going to take groups of people to beat them. And this weapon isn't what you would typically call a weapon. That's what makes... Well, that's typical in the server, actually, using all different types of things as weapons. But I'm, I'm not going to give off what exactly it is. I want, I want some surprise with these things, but I had a lot of fun making that. And when I get back in the server, I expect new ideas. Uh, I definitely like hearing from the listeners on what I should build next. So, oh, if you guys on, have any Last ideas... Last time you took a listener idea, you started building an airplane. Really? An airplane on a fantasy server? That that was a stupid idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it. Okay, we can move on now. Alright, but that's basically all I did. Work on my maze. Uh, not maze. Ah, castle. Well, you did good, Dan, honestly. Um, I mean... I like it. I like what you did. I mean, some people were confused about, okay, what is this place supposed to be about? Um, that's because they just missed the book in the beginning. So all the signs are there. I mean, there's a storybook and everything like that. So go in there and have a fun, have a fun time with it. Just make sure you bring lots of gear with you. You're going to need it. Um, all right. Um, let's go on to a talking point. We're going to actually go into Steve's next riddle of the week, ladies and gentlemen. And here it is. Welcome back everyone to my section of the show. My last week's section seems to have gone down like a lead balloon with the release of the new server. Either that, or I've made the riddle too hard. So this week I'm going to offer a few hints to the last week's challenge. Once this challenge is completed, I will then release a new one based on the new server, seeing as most of the QGN population is on their adventure and defeating bosses and whatnot. Last week's riddle was as follows. I am number 17, you'll find me on the right. Energy looms above me every day and every night. The sirens pierce the silence as I lay in my bed. Another 49 are here, and they are also dead. My first hint is, it's in Quest City. And, second hint is, if you act like a douchebag, this is where you'll end up. I hope someone works this out. There's an epic sword in it for you. A diamond, badass sword with enchants on it and everything. And like I said last week, if you find a chest containing loot, either slash C private the chest or sign the book that's in it. This is just so I know who worked out the riddle and can get a mention on the show and whatever you want. Any suggestions, please email the show or you can contact me directly on Twitter at Stevie8421. That's S-T-E-V-I-E-8421. Thanks and back to you guys. I love that second hint. I was laughing. So if you're a douche, this is where you go. 
Good job, Steve. Good job. I, I can't wait to hear next week's as well. This is uh, becoming one of my favorite segments. Uh, I gotta agree with that. I I, I want to jump on there and, and go check it out. Mibs Mibs claims he he, uh, he figured it out. So, but he doesn't count. No, he's a cheater. Yeah, he's a cheater. Um. <laughs> all right, Dave. What have you been up to, man? Um. Actually, most of my time has been playing with this uh, pre-release that we're about to talk about in just a minute. Um, I've been trying to, to figure out how to use some of these new things that are going to be put in the game next week. Because I'm ready to start building my part on the new Antinox server. Yay! So, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm... It's kind of going to be difficult if you actually want to try to do this you know, in adventure, like, first-person survival mode, like, you're, it's gonna be difficult to, to collect just the items to make some of these new pieces, unless you're in, like, creative. Mm-hmm. Um, just because a lot of the new things, you're gonna have to go into the uh, nether and get quartz to, to put things together. It's gonna be a little bit of a headache. Um, one thing I'm, I'm gonna go out, go ahead and, uh, go out on a limb and say is if you don't know how to aim a block and yes when I, I'm saying aim a block I definitely know what I mean you're going to have a bad time with hoppers hoppers suck <laughs> I've had such a headache with hoppers and while I know they do what they're supposed to do and are programmed to do exactly what they're supposed to do there's so many things I don't really care for with hoppers that they've just got on my nerves really bad. Like, what's um, the deal with the aiming? I don't understand. You can actually aim a hopper any direction so that when something enters into it, it goes out in any of the four cardinal directions or up or down. Okay. And if you're standing just the wrong way it won't go the way you're wanting it to go when you place the block. It's the same idea as, like, stone steps. If you're setting them on the bottom of a block, like, that's above you, it will actually set upside down. Right. It's that same principle. Okay, yeah, I can see how that'd be quite annoying. It is... Well, I also am not a... My love doesn't go out to the stone steps either, for that exact reason. Yep. Um... So I actually I put a lot of time trying to play around with those. I I went through and I tried building some of these. There's been YouTube videos as as I mentioned earlier for how to make uh, automated shops and things like that. And it it seems that it's it could go easily wrong, very easily. And some things that were just recently fixed have caused problems with uh, the automated shops that you may see on YouTube. So it it really, it seems to even still need a little bit of fine-tuning, but it's getting there. Um, but that, I did, I, I spent a lot of time trying to play with that, but I, I put a lot of time, I hopped into the normal server at the beginning of the week, our, our private server, mm-hmm. and actually started to dig out a trench in the front of my area that I'm going to be building for my new castle. Is that a moat? And I'm going to be building a moat with another <laughs> drawbridge on it. Because drawbridges are awesome. Where? Yeah, that's right. You heard it from here first. Drawbridges are the bee. Also, all right. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm I'm really every time I go on to our new RPG server, I'm looking for plots, trying to think of what I want to do. I keep stopping myself because I really, really, really want to to wait for the new Redstone update to actually do anything. I am most giddy about the uh, new command. Oh, which one? The uh, effect command. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Endless possibilities for the server for that. And the the writing commands. We can have mobs writing other mobs. <laughs> yeah, that too. But that the effect command is the one that has the most because there's so many things I'm gonna change on the server based on that one little thing. Yeah, I've been keeping that in mind as I'm I'm like redesigning my whole place just from everything we covered last week. Is there's just so many ideas that like I just pretty much had to scrap and just restart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, I really don't want to have to wait that long to get on the server and build something. But I mean, at least I've been looking around. I think I have a good plot, and I think I want to finally do my idea of the underground tower. Why? So, do you guys always have to do underground builds and drive me insane? Well, because it's going to be an open underground tower okay well that's that's forgivable because I can protect that easier yeah it's it, you'll be able to see everything that's happening from above but it won't like tunnel into the ground it'll actually be open but it'll be a, like a hole in the ground it'll be nifty which nice. means of course that I need minions so guess what all three of y'all are hired <laughs> I'll write all the code alright <laughs> I'll write the scripts for you. Uh, cool. Anything else, Dave? Oh, no, that's that's about it. Nice. I need to get you on that server more. I know. Every time I get on that server, it's like two or three people that I've never seen, ever. And I, I just go around and I do the admin thing where I peek in on them and make sure everything's good, throw a restorative potion on them because I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> you know, stuff like Dang that. Dang you. <laughs> <clears throat> It's a splash potion. They can't sell it. You're healing them. <laughs> That's the problem. Believe <laughs> uh, me. Well, we got another talking point tonight, guys. And this was actually an idea spawned from a video that Doug, Doug, I can never pronounce their name, D O O G H T, Doug, sent us in yep. a video that sparked this idea, and it's crafting ideas. Doot, as they say. Um, <laughs> This video contains some really clever crafting ideas, and I wanted to use that to come up with our own. Things that would really work pretty neat in the game if we can get it to work. Um, one of the things, uh, the big keynotes I took from the video was colored torches, which you get by combining torch with dye in order to light a room with a particular color. Like a purple torch, for instance, would emit a purple light in the room, giving you more ambient effect. That would like be kind of cool. Um, a telescope using two gold ignits side by side with um, glass on the, at the end of it to create a telescope. I really like that one. Uh, a canoe by combining three boats on the bottom, and will the canoe would hit would would hit, would fill would um, hold three people. Something we talked about one time when we were doing a little adventure on the hardcore server. Yeah. A diamond bow. Using diamond instead of wood for the arc. That would do 10% more damage than normal bow and last longer. 
I think that's a good idea just to incorporate into all the weapons, really. Uh, yeah. I like that idea. The, the way of that thinking. Great swords. Instead of, like, you know, putting one stick and then the two iron ore or the two diamond on top of it, you would do two sticks side by side and then double the diamond, double the ore all the way up to create, a like, a, a great sword that swings a lot slower but does more damage. I like that. <laughs> I mean, one of the best mods that I thought of Tech It was... Uh, the uh, weapons mod that added even half those weapons didn't even work most of the time and if they did they were still a pain in the neck but yeah they had some cool ideas on there Dan like some of like the, the battle axe and that kind of stuff which we kind of do anyway on the server with the enchants um, yeah. rods of power using sticks, potions, and glass so you put a stick on the bottom a potion of that and a glass on top and create like this wand that you can use for a certain amount of charges like, if you put, like, a uh, healing potion or a splash healing potion on there, you can have, like, a wand of healing. I like that. That just seems like... that. That's such a good idea. That seems like it should already be in there. Yeah, I agree, right? Yeah. All that right. This makes sense. So now that we got a kind of a base, what about our ideas? I actually have one. Yeah, I'm listening, Dave. Okay, imagine opening up the nine-panel uh, crafting table. Mm-hmm. Three pieces of glass on the left, right down the side. Three pieces of glass on the right, right down the side and one at the very top to make a glass diving helmet. <laughs> oh, that... That's brilliant. It would let you... It would, instead of taking down your breath, it would diminish in strength over time, like just like you would taking damage on a piece of armor, but it would let you dive for maybe five minutes underwater to actually build underwater builds. Nice. I would love to see that put in-game. I want... Stabs, bow stabs, like three sticks straight up, three iron straight up, three diamonds no, no, no. straight up. Even better, uh, one stick on the bottom, one stick on the top, and a piece of leather or wool in the middle. Thanks for letting me finish my idea, Dan. Appreciate it. Sorry, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> no, continue, Dan. What were you, what were you saying? Oh, I, I was just saying, uh, with the bow staff, it would make a more sense to just have a piece of leather or wool in the middle because both staffs usually have a uh, hand grip. None of them do. Close the middle, right? Nope. Oh, well, never mind then. Donatello's <laughs> <laughs> did. That's all I'm about to say. I use bows all t- or I use staffs all the time in martial arts and they never have grips. I used to draw Donatello all the time. He always had a grip. <laughs> Alright, well, fair enough. Um, any other ideas? Uh, actually, okay. With this great sword, that got me thinking. So my fun, my favorite Final Fantasy game is Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. For the materia system, what that is is you have these like little gems, and they sock it into the in, into your sword to give it different effects. I would love to see something like that. Like, oh, I, I different I ores that you can like you know enchant, like you enchant the ore or something like that, and you can socket it into. Uh, like your sword. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, I see what you're going here. Where you're going here. Like, uh, if you do this certain ore or gem, it would give you a fire ability on it or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be nice, um, you know, instead of just putting an enchant on it, you enchant the stones that you can actually throw back into your crafting uh, table and you can actually interchange them. I think it would be a really good idea. I have one that's kind of like slapping us all in the face if we're not seeing it properly. 
emerald armor, emerald weapons, emerald tools. Oh, that should have been there since day one. Amen, brother. Yep. And I think that because of the rarity of emeralds, that they should be actually greater than uh, diamond. You know, in reality, they'd be a little bit less than diamond. (laughs) We should also have uh, obsidian armor and tools. That would, like, make you slow down to a crawl. I don't care. You'd be, like, insanely powerful. Well, that'd be cool, though, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's. I was gonna say you can you would be like this slow turtling tank. I mean, you could take hit after hit, but you can barely move. I think that'd be a great idea. That is a really good idea, actually. I like uh, it. Okay, how about how about this? Uh, what? Why don't we add more redstone stuff, like a like a block that's called a turntable, and it'll allow you to uh, turn a set of blocks. Uh, so you can create more advanced redstone machinery. Like, let's say that you wanted an a automatic uh, uh, turret, like with a dispenser You're with arrows. You're from Tech and You could hook it up to where it would uh, turn and fire arrows as well. I don't know. It's a crazy See, idea, but I think it'd be No, you're cool. thinking about something that's already in Tech it, which is the uh, timed repeater. No, uh, not that... Not like Maybe that. He's thinking I mean, like a, a lazy Susan kind of turnstile mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if you place the dispenser on top of that, uh, and you add power to the table and the dispenser as well, it would turn as well as firing arrows in succession. For me, the most brilliant thing, and, and the only thing I loved in Tech it was the redstone that they did. They got a little overboard with it, but there was one thing in particular that I loved because it solved so many problems. It had an adjustable rotating switch, a repeater. So it had a little dial that went around, and when it hit the middle point, it lit the redstone, and it would go back around, and you can set the time increment for how slow it goes around or how fast it goes around. So you had a timed redstone switch, like a dial. Yeah, that was brilliant, and I wish that they would uh, implement it into regular Minecraft. All right, any other ideas, guys? Uh, okay. Uh, here's one. Okay, uh, no, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Okay, I, I know a lot of people who uh, like digging their uh, mine shafts down, big, but uh, go down in succession. What I was thinking is like maybe a uh, elevator system for a uh, minecart. Like no. you can put your minecart and like dangle a rope and have like a pulley system so you can activate a redstone switch and it'll uh, move it up if you're on the bottom or if you're on the top you hit this switch and it'll move you down. I think you actually hit the nail on the head on one thing. This is after all Minecraft you think that they would actually have some kind of pulley system built into yeah, the game? Because exactly. there's no right. way of doing an elevator unless you do some kind of trick. Alright. Anything else guys before we move on? Well, that's nope. all the brilliant ideas I had. Everyone in the chat room saying crossbows. That would be kind of cool. Especially if you can, uh, like, well, with the crossbow, you need crossbow bolts. What if you could add a piece of gunpowder to a crossbow bolt and make a small explosive crossbow bolt? All right, that wasn't your your cue to do more, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek, I would what like you- to do would be rope. They do need to put rope in the game. Like you were just talking about. Like, I'm thinking about this crossbow, just being able to, like, hook up a rope to an arrow, 
shoot it across a ravine or shoot it upwards where you can climb up the rope. I don't know why there's not rope in this game. It yeah. just seems like it would serve it so well. With rope, you can also uh, make like a uh, grappling hook with iron or something. Yep. All right, fair enough. I hope they don't implement it like that because that make our server a pain in the neck to fix that problem. You'd be able to use grappling hooks over walls. <laughs> oh yeah, that is no. true. <clears throat> but um, all right, Derek, what have you been up to? Well, I've gone back to my area and pretty much redone the whole thing, uh, which means nothing to anybody because no one's seen it. But uh, I-, I pretty much started over. I'm making this gigantic underground maze that um, the whole point is to go through the maze to get to the final room where my final boss is going to be. But the maze is going to be very difficult. I'm just not sure how difficult I should make it. And I'm not sure how many bosses I need to put in it. But my problem is, I think I'm so lost in my own maze, I can't figure out where I'm at. Like, I have to, and because and, I have my mini map, but I'm underground, so it, that helps me none. So I keep getting lost. <laughs> And it's just driving me crazy. So now I'm having to like use like different torches to map out where I'm going because every place looks the exact same. So great. We're going to make more work for the admins when players are like, I've been here for two hours. I can't find my way out. Teleport uh, me Yeah, out. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I built this. I know exactly where every door is, yet I can't get out of here. <laughs> so I might have to tone it down a little bit. Right. What we sh- what we should say to those people that complain about being stuck? Voice slash kill works every time. Oh yeah, that's kind of the tip of the week here. If you're stuck, don't ask for a teleport. Admins will not do it. Voice slash kill is your instant return home. Anything else, Derek? I mean, your your area looks amazing. We just got to flesh it out. Yeah. Uh yeah. I need a. I just need to get on there. Just get the. I'm, I'm almost done with the whole, you know, like the basic bones of it. And then I need to team up some somebody or some people, and we just need to fill it up and uh, open it up to the people. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I can't wait to open that up because it looks nice. We got a question all the time. What's that place out in the desert? Yeah, I haven't even started the aesthetic part on the outside yet. I don't need to really. It's all inside stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's all inside. Well, it's the whole simple concept of design. You um. Like, for instance, like, there's a lot of areas that have exposed ugly parts, but players, from their perspective, will never see it. Yeah, true. Well, I'm, like, I'm liking what I'm doing on the inside. It looks... It, it's almost like I've got an idea in my head that I'm not telling myself, because I have these, these towers set up, and I'm like, this looks really cool. It looks like something's good going to happen here. I just don't know what it is. So I'm still working that out. You awesome. have an idea in your head you're not telling yourself. Yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> I get in arguments all the time. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. But you're me. I'm not going to tell you. You know, it's fine to get in arguments with yourself. It's when you start interrupting yourself while having an argument with yourself that you know you're crazy. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so rude like that. When yourself, when yourself wins, that's when you have to go check yourself into a mental hospital. Yep. All right, guys. We have an email in from Jaxie. Actually sent it over to our MCOTR server team email address when it actually was supposed to be in the other one. So I just forwarded it over. So I'm going to use it anyway. It says, hello again. It's Jack again. Again. Wondering if there will be a redo of the QGN texture pack for the new server. Or will the old pack still be used as a default pack? Though I have never used it yet, the question has been on my mind. 
Or was the pack discontinued because of some problems? Because I have never heard new about it for a while. Well, Derek, what do you think? Well, um, I think the pack works really well for the new server. It does. Uh, it's it's not like uh, you know we didn't pigeonhole ourselves with it. It's just a you know it's just you know we, we didn't do anything that's going to like every time we you know do a new server we're going to have to redo something. Yeah, uh, but we do have to update. Yeah, we're going to be updating it and get it up to date with all the new goodies soon enough, and you'll hear about it when we do. So me and Derek will be able to get all these fun-filled textures out to you guys. If I can remember how to do it, it's been so long. I remember. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the email, Jaxie. And uh, we will be doing updating the pack, and it is still... The new Antnock edition is set for the default for the Adventure World when I remember to actually have my... Um, see, it doesn't work half the time because I keep forgetting to have my Dropbox open so people can actually download it. If it doesn't work from the server itself, just go to planetminecraft.com and search uh, Questcraft and download the new Antnock edition. Simple enough. Alright guys, last piece of news, Dave. Alright, this is actually the final time you're going to hear about the Redstone update until the real thing comes out. This is the Minecraft Redstone update pre-release came out on the 7th. That's right, March 7th. All this is stuff that we've already gone over, but I think it's time to give a very quick very very quick redo of all the many things included in this update that you will see fresh with the redstone update this next upcoming week all right are you all ready for this let's do it all right i'm gonna do this as fast as possible let's see how long it takes before i become tongue-tied ready ready redstone comparative hopper dropper activated rail daylight sensor trap chest Weighted pressure plate, block of redstone, nether brick, nether quartz and ore, block of quartz with half blocks and chiseled variants, slash scoreboard, slash effects, containers and mobs can have custom names, inventory management, texture packs have separate images for each block and item and can have animations, nether quartz ore now spawn in the nether, smooth lighting, more detailed death messages, some hostile mobs are harder and hard difficulty, many, many, many fug- bug fixes, there we go, I messed up, and removed Herobrine. <laughs> yeah, we've got to add that, don't they? <laughs> Alright, a minute and seven seconds. Ah, I think I could do better. Let's start from the top. Let's not. Uh, Derek, <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing that does kind of scare me, is the way they are doing the new texture pack. Yeah. How each image is separated into a, new, into a different folder. May have oh, to really? redo almost everything. Oh, okay. That's not daunting at all. Not in the slightest. Okay. Well, it might be a while till that's released then. <laughs> it could be a little while. Uh, we'll see. We can. Well, there's a lot more options we can have with it too, like doing um, animations. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Yeah, Nether Quartz Ore. That's different. Well, I know we've been we've talked about it before. I mean, that is something that's finally getting new ore into it. I don't care about the Nether, but yeah, but it's all about being put into like redstone stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have an actual block to it yet, does it? It does, but oh, good. you have you don't have much use for it. I mean, at most you're gonna make it for what placing the block, maybe half blocks. Yeah, well, it's but... kind of just the like same thing as um, that blue stuff. <laughs> Well, yeah. Lapis. Lapis. Lapis, it, lapis, except 
red, this is going to have use in like redstone comparators. Uh, the the uh, daylight sensors, it's going to have use in that. Activated rail, I believe it's also using that. I may be wrong. But the problem is, is I'm just confused why we're not seeing new things put in the game that are that are made into like new weapons, new armors. Um, you're not seeing much added to, you know, made from the the block of quartz past the half blocks and chiseled variants. It just seems that I get it. It's the redstone update, but it's a brand new block. Give me options. Hmm. You know, yeah, I agree with you 100%, Dave, actually. I really do. But I, I also think that just adding more blocks for building is, is nice. But yeah. adding new armor types, like Emerald, for instance, like you, like we talked about earlier, it's like a no-brainer. Uh, it doesn't make sense. You're right. Um, I'm not a big fan of the scoreboard. It encourages uh, griefing. It really does. In a big way. Um, that's I hope they let us turn that off probably will be an option turn off I do so look forward to the slash effect command oh yeah that's the thing yeah, I look that, forward to the most unlimited ideas all we need is a tripwire and a command block and all things change <laughs> yep it definitely gives us uh, designers and new admins some more trolling abilities helping ideas too like, we could have a certain area where, like, um, Angel's Temple, where they walk into it and they become fully healed. But on the flip side, you can oh, have it to where... always flip side, sure. You can have it to where you activate a troop iron and you get instantly damaged if you walk into Reaper's uh, area. Well, that's just stupid. Reaper can do all that himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, there's ways you can implement it for story. Like, if you go into a poisonous room or whatever, yeah, you activate a tripwire and you're suddenly poisoned while you're in the room. There's negative effects, but, like, the big thing is adding the speed buff to get people from point A to, to point B quicker and, and in a fun way. All kinds of really, really cool things we can do with it. Um, okay, guys, any uh, final thoughts of the evening? I think that's about it uh well actually sorry dan you have a mod and chaxter pack right or two mods yes i have two mods all right i'm gonna go through these pretty quick all right we have the ether mod which is basically the nether but in the sky it adds tons of different uh ores weapons and uh different mobs as well and moving straight along, we have the the camping mod, which allows you to make different campfires, a camper's tool, which is basically like, basically like a Swiss army knife, sleeping bags, and tents, which I thought both of these were pretty cool. Uh, the either is pretty popular. The camping mod, not as popular, but I... Still thought it was worth a mention. Why would you want a tank where you can just build something really quick yourself? Eh, I just thought it. Was, I just thought it was. You already have cool a sleeping bag in the game. It's called a bed. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, okay, guys. We have some uh, five. We have a five-star review shout-out. Derek, can we get this? From the USA, Harry Styles is cool. Oh, he said it himself. 
All right, guys, don't forget our other show, Elder Scrolls Off the Record. They're recording every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Check it out. If you are ever played Skyrim or any of the Elder Scrolls games, Oblivion, Morrowind, or you're a fan or interested in the new Elder Scrolls Online, go check out that show, guys. It's worth it. You can find it on iTunes as well under Elder Scrolls Off the Record. And don't forget, we record this show every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can find us our live stream at twitch.tv forward slash questgamingnetwork. And our final thoughts of the evening. Uh, a lot more stuff to do on the server, especially when this new patch comes out. I may have a hellish week. So when the new patch comes out, guys, it may be a good idea not to ask Joe questions. Just yeah, saying. I, my final thoughts of the week are I, my condolences for you, you're going to have a rough week this next week. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Derek? And just remember, do not update if you want to stay on the server until told it's okay. Daniel? I'd just like to say, with all these new ideas of things that we should add to Minecraft, I might see if I can make a mod of my own. Who knows? Yeah, you can JavaScript. Go for it. <laughs> well, I wish you the best of luck, Dan. I you might want to get busy and, and learn some JavaScripting. How to reach us, Dave? Yes, how to reach us? You can reach all of our great shows at questgamingnetwork.com or you can reach us directly at minecraftofftherecord.com. You can even check our uh, fans' art submissions there as well as our server list with all of our active servers and their IPs. You can send us in an email to the show at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you'd like to contact any of us about the servers or speak to an admin about an issue with the servers, please send in an email to mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. That's also where you go to be whitelisted. So remember, send in that and request to be whitelisted. You can visit our forums at www.questgamingcommunity.com. In-game, you can catch Joe at Widget or at his secret character at... <laughs> Dave, you got muted. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that secret character for a very long time. I, I didn't say it. I wasn't going to say it. Not always on our servers. So uh, I want to keep it that way as a secret. Uh, uh... You can catch me at D-W-M-T-E-R-Y. You can catch Derek at Origin when he decides to actually show up. You can Says catch Dave. Dan at Boontini. You can catch us on Twitter. The show is at Minecraft OTR. Quest Gaming Network, where you're going to see all of our tweets about when we actually start the show, at Quest Gaming. Tweets straight from Twitch. It's awesome. Widget is at the Widget. Pretty simple, right? Me, I'm at D-I-E-N Force. Yeah. Stereo. <laughs> Derek is at Subproda. And Dan, you can catch at Boone underscore Teeny. Alright, guys, I want to make a quick mention that we there's going to be a show next week. Episode 42 will record next week as normal. Episode 43 will be delayed one week. On the 24th, there will be no Minecraft off the record. Myself and Dave, along with two other fellow co-hosts of Quest Gaming Network, will be at PAX East in Boston that day, so we will not be able to record. So uh, that's going to be a week off, we apologize, but we're going to go do some really cool, fun stuff, and 
We'll be back the following week for some more Minecraft goodness. So on Sunday the 24th, no show. Next week, there is. We promise while we're hanging out with booth babes, we'll totally be thinking of (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Alright, Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Network. Keep on building, everybody, and go on our new server. Go check it out. Have a great one, y'all. We'll see you next time. Later. Goodbye. See you next week. <laughs>